All right. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Lure Lab here, a part of the Serious Angler Network. As always, I'm your host, the captain, Andrew Full, and uh, got a cool little show for you today, guys. We're going to dive deep into my finesse swim baits, um, when I use which swim bait, what jig heads to use, when and where. I have a lot of this stuff with me. Also have a lot of it back in my boat that is partially in storage. I can go get it whenever I want. I think I've talked about that a couple times. Weather is going to start breaking here soon in the Northeast. If you're listening down in the South or West or Midwest, finesse swim baits will probably apply on one of your fisheries at some time. So there are a lot of tidbits in this episode that you should be able to apply elsewhere in the country and still catch a lot of fish. So, this is episode number 69. We're talking finesse swim baits, how I fish them in the Great Lakes and around New York State, but also how it's going to apply everywhere around the country. And we're going to go in the order of swim baits, jig heads, colors of swim baits based on the conditions, and then just the combos that I use because I do use spinning rods and bait casting rods for finesse swim baiting, depending on which jig head I'm using, and what type of structure we are fishing, et cetera, largemouth or smallmouth. And everybody knows down south, finesse swim baits will catch spotted bass as well. So let's kind of dive into it here. Like there's all kinds of different swim baits that I like to use. Uh, I'm not really privy to many of them. They all have their own unique um, skill set, one would say, right, to um, attract and allure bass to come in and grab and think that it's the real thing. So I'm kind of going to go through them. Got a little handy dandy tray down here to my side, so I might bend out of the screen. If you are tuned in on YouTube, I'm going to hold them up on the screen. If you're listening on MP3 um, and as far as YouTube, all the products are going to be listed down below, all linked over to Omnia. So if you hit that link, type in Sirius 10. At checkout, you'll save 10% on whatever swim baits and jig heads that I'm talking about here that are listed on the Omnia website. So, um, <clears throat> starting off, you can never bet against a Mega Bass Spark Shad. This is one of my absolute favorites. I almost always have it tied on. A couple colors like the Pearl Albino, Real Shad, and then the Bluegill. I really, really like the Bluegill, and I'm going to touch on that here shortly. Kytex, you know, anywhere from 2.8 inches, 3.8, sometimes the 4-inchers, I think they're 4.2. I will use them in certain situations. Got our cast Prodigies. Can never sleep on the Prodigy. This is a color, actually, that I don't use that much. I actually think this one was discontinued, but this is Blue Moon. Got one package left of those. But they work really well as well. And then a bait fell. So, pardon me, but the Kytec Easy Shiner, the Mega Bass Hasdong Shad. But uh, for the cast, like they have a herring color and then they have the Casper. So, there's Casper. And then I believe this is their herring color, which these two catch a lot of fish for me. And they also have a gypsy color that's like a purpley pink. That one will catch you a lot of bass as well. So, jig heads, I think, are a very 
lightly talked about subject when it comes to swim baiting. Oh, I did forget one swim bait too. Striking Rage Swimmer. Those are in my boat. But I'm going to talk about why all those are effective right after I go through the swim head, the swim bait jig heads that I use. So most of these are 90 degree highs. So I'll hold up. This is a VMC Moon Eye. So this one's a 90 degree eye, which means the hook shank comes at a vertical 90 degrees, and that's where you'd tie. Now you can get like lead heads like this. I believe this is either I believe this is a Gamagatsu jig head, and this is a 45 degree angle. And the difference between that is when you want to stroll a bait in the mid-water column, the 45 angle I feel is better. That allows your bait to stay more flat. I swear at 90 degree, it's gonna pull off your knot at a 45 and it's actually going to cause that jig head to rise. So you're going to get a little bit of tail down effect. If you straight retrieve with a 90 degree jig head and all these jig heads to have different hook, hook wire gauges to them. So you have to be mindful of your setup when you choose which jig head you're going to throw. Some of my favorites are like this VMC moon eye, um, Mega Bass Okashira head, real light, like three sixteenths or one eighth. This is a VMC boxer, boxcar, boxer jig head. That's a really good one. It has a little bit more of a wider gapped hook to it. So I'm going to use this on like a 3.3 or 3.8. And then the Outcast Tackle Golden Eye is one of my absolute favorites. Uh, this one is a one hook, I believe. So this one I, I will use on like a 2.8 size. And then you have football heads. So when you would use all these, right? So a 90-degree head, I personally like if I'm dragging the bait on the bottom really, really slow. The VMC Moon Eye, I won't use with a wider-bodied swim bait. I would go with a Kitek, like Easy Shine or something that's real slender and thin. And the reason being is, the body of this bait is so slender that I want the size of the circumference of the body to match almost the jig head. So when it's coming through that water on the bottom, there isn't much pull. And there's a lot of water that's able to get by the sides of the bait here and make that tail wag. Sometimes you can overpower and change the aerodynamics of a bait by putting too big of a jig head in front. That's going to cut off how much air, like water flow you have to the tail, and it could actually dilute the action. So sometimes it is better to go with a real flat, slender jig head. The only thing I don't like about this is how light wire the hook is. So you really have to downsize your line. You really have to downsize the action of your rod and use a little bit softer of a rod so that you don't bend this hook out. Like silly, silly, sticky, sharp hook, you will get you in your finger. But that's why I use this is when I'm dragging. They're feeding on like four to five inch bait fish. I believe this color is aloe wife. And you need a real finessey, finessey presentation like bright sun, no wind. And you just want to slowly creep that bad boy on the bottom over like sand and gravel. That's where I'm going to use the VMC Moon Eye. Really gets their attention with that big eye. Okashira head is if I'm covering like 8 to 12 foot flats and I'm making as long long of casts as I can. Really light braid to fluorocarbon leader. Um, keeping it up. Almost always have a Hasdong or 2.8 size swim bait on the back of this. 
use this the same situation instead of out deep i'm up shallow looking for fish that are feeding sunny light wind and hopefully i can cast this really far with the proper setup and you're going to get a lot of bites with that head <coughs> now the outcast golden eye more of like kind of has like a sled head shape to it rounded off lip it's going to allow this bait to drag the bottom real well <coughs> but it, it has this keel to it so when you reel it it has that keel on the lip it actually allows you to keep this bait with this jig head multiversal kind of up in the water column as well this is one of my absolute favorite jig heads to use on finesse swim baits you can get them with different hook sizes on them depending on where you look one out two out i think even up to three out and they make them from like one eighth i believe all the way to five eighths i usually use three eighths and a half sometimes a quarter are basically the only size jig heads i find that you need to throw finesse swim baits now the 45 degree kind of already touched on it this is the jig head i use 90 percent of the time when i'm throwing an a-rig i like 45 degree angled hooks on an a-rig i feel like it allows to keep the baits nice and keeled and level therefore you get a lot of bites but yeah when you're reeling that bad boy up off the bottom middle of the water column 45 degree eye i think is crucial for keeping that bait level and this one's going to have like a two or three out hook. So I'll fish like a 3.3 or a 3.8 on here. Let me rig one up real fast just to show you the hook with the bait on it. Now, when I'm throwing like a 2.8 or a 3.3, it's almost always on a spinning rod. But if I'm going to go up to a 3.8 or even a four and a quarter inch bait, then I'll go up to a bait caster. I'm going to talk about those setups here shortly. Yeah, nice and straight here. So see how the hook is about halfway to three quarters of the way back in the tail, right where it starts to sag. That means you're going to get the proper action of that tail to get the most amount of bites you possibly can with a single swim bait setup. Now, swim bait colors based on the conditions. There are hundreds of swim bait colors out there based on whatever manufacturer you like to buy swim baits from and the biggest thing i found is basically matching the conditions if it's sunny with a swim bait i want to go like translucent or super flashy so like striking rage swimmers they have the carolina color and it's like silver with a ton of silver flake to it super bright super loud you want to throw that when it's really sunny out, maybe a slight breeze to no breeze, or you want to go like super translucent with uh, maybe with the cast prodigy and like a herring color. If you're to look through it through the light, you can see how the light goes through it really well. That allows that to really show up and pop to those fish. And so translucent see-through baits or really shiny when it's sunny. Another really good one is the Electric Shad by Kytec. You can see how the natural light kind of really illuminates parts of that body and you can see through. This is one of my absolute favorites in the 2.8 size. Or Ghost Rainbow Trout, I believe, is the other one. And I only throw those colors when it's really, really sunny out. Now, if it's cloudy, you're going to want to throw like darker colors, like a gold flash minnow. Yes, I know it has flash in it, but... It's a darker body bait, so it's going to silhouette a lot better 
in the darker conditions or you want something that's really really going to pop so that's when you can take your sight flash kai tech in like a 3.3 2.8 or 3.8 really get a lot of bites when it's cloudy because this is going to stand out really really well or if the water even has a little bit of tinge to it never be afraid to throw white and I'll even mix in like a chartreuse sight flash or uh, chartreuse white uh, swim bait when it's really cloudy out and kind of dreary, sometimes even sunny out through a chartreuse. But those, there's like general basics that you can stick to that allow you to get more bites when you're on the water. Now, rod reel and line combos, 90% of the time I'd have moved to throwing finesse swim baits on a spinning rod. So 2.8s, 3.3s, to maybe 3.8 spinning rod. I like a 7-foot to a 7-foot 6 if I need to make a really long cast and drag that baby on bottom like 40 foot of water, I will use a 7-foot 6. If I in between like 15 to 25 foot and I still need to make a long cast. I'll use a seven foot two or a seven foot three. And then if I'm covering really shallow water and really trying to be targeted with my cast and say like eight foot or less, then I'll go down to a seven footer. So the three rods that I use is a seven six seventy six or my alpha angler. And all these rods are alpha angler rods. And that's for the really long casting for the medium or super light line. And I feel like I can really go down in line size. I'll go to the spy bait rod. I really like that one with like an Okashira head or maybe even this boxcar. I believe it's boxcar, boxer jig by BMC. I don't remember the name of it. But this one's really good too. A little bit thicker gauge. Throw this on a seven foot medium, medium heavy wrench. And those are the jig heads that use football head when we are dragging the bottom. But overall, I like these jig heads, keeping them up a little bit higher in the water column, 45. If you want to drag or even hang a minnow, get that tail fluttering as it's falling down 90 degree. Now, when would I use, oh, sorry, we'll talk about spinning reels first. Spinning reels, I like a 30 size or 3,000 size, not super big, not super small. And the reason is when you're throwing braid with really light fluorocarbon, you need a reel that has really smooth drag. And that, the reel that I found that has the best drag out of any of them is this Tatula MQ LT 3000. Super, super light reel. Put eight pound floor, eight pound braid on it. I like cast braid. It's a 12 carrier count braid. I'm able to cast really far. But um, Daiwa has a really good braid out there. And so does Sunline that will do virtually the same thing, which are on the Omnia website. So check out the braid. Use your favorite braid. Try to go to a higher carrier count because you're going to be able to cast it extremely far if you do <clears throat> fluorocarbon is going to be six or eight pound test sometimes 10 if i'm shallower really picking apart boulders but um daiwa samurai fluorocarbon has become probably one of my favorites extremely abrasion resistant i found um and it's super sensitive it's subtle which is hard to find and if the water's warm tatsu is really good alternative so between cigar tatsu and Daiwa Samurai, 8 and 10 pound test, or even 6. They're all great for that finesse swim bait. Now, if we go over to a bait caster, <clears throat> this is where it can get a little tricky because sometimes it's harder to find 
longer rods with like a medium to a light medium heavy power. And the two rods that I use a lot is going to be an Elf Angler Top Hammer, which is a seven foot. Basically, the rod is designed after like a jig and worm rod. So it's got quite a bit of butt to it, but a real fast taper with a moderate action. So when you hit that fish, it loads really nice and parabolic. So you can get away with a little bit thinner wire hook, like 12-pound fluorocarbon and a 7-1 to reel. I love my Daiwa Zillions. That's what I use almost all the time on bait casting reels. Also, SLX MGL70 is a really good one. And then, uh, as always, a Daiwa Tatula 70. Was it TWSV? TW70SV. The SV spools allow you to cast a really lightweight, really far distances. And it's almost always 12 and 10 pound fluorocarbon. Or they have a seven foot five elf angler clutch that, if you want to make a really far bomb cast, use light line like 10 pound test and drag that baby on the bottom. That's a really good bottom contact rod when you're slow rolling a swim bait, really making far casts. So you have leverage when you lean into them too real that fish in and not lose them at the boat. So I hope everyone enjoyed this short, quick episode talking about Great Lakes finesse swim baiting that I think will apply just about anywhere else in the country. We catch them here on Lake Erie a lot, Lake Ontario. A lot of the Finger Lakes also, these are the setups that we use. I don't change them much. So I'm sure these setups will work for you wherever you are in the country. And as always, all the baits will be listed down below in the description. So you can click, head on over to Omni and check those out. We appreciate everyone who tunes in on a weekly basis and checks out the Lure Lab podcast. Y'all rock. If you're new to YouTube, if it's your first time seeing this video, hit that subscribe button. Content that comes out every week. Every Saturday, it's um, 6 a.m. on MP3, 6 p.m. on YouTube. So hit that subscribe button, follow along, comment down below what your favorite swim baits are for finesse swim baiting. I love to see what everyone's setups are, the baits you use, and jig heads, because maybe it'll be something that I want to implement into my game as well as a full-time guide. So I'm always on the water, always learning, always want to learn, always want to hear what everybody else is doing, because that's the only way we get better and advance further in the sport is to have an open mind and to talk about everything and not just kind of go along with the breeze. So we appreciate everyone who tunes in. If you're listening on MP3, your favorite podcast platform, hit that review button. If it allows you to do so, I believe it's Apple and um, Spotify will allow you to leave a review. So please do that. If you're listening on MP3 and until next Saturday, we will see you then. <laughs>